DH1B guy here, and today, Chats with Charlie, episode 8, November Visa Bulletin, YouTube Live Breakdown, and Top 20 Things I Learned from the Chats with Charlie that was originally live streamed by the Department of State on October 26th, 2021. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you, if you haven't already, to please subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and like this video so that I can continue to produce more content like this for you. I also wanted to mention the H1B Guy offers a variety of consulting services. I help businesses and individuals solve complex work authorization issues and the recruitment process while bringing awareness to employment-based immigration benefits. If I could help you, please reach out. I'd love to hear how, and you can book an appointment directly with me via the h1bguide.com. Today's post is brought to you by RecruiterNetworks.com, Path to Canada, and Perm-Ads.com. Hosted for the first time by Andrea, a consular officer with the Bureau of Consular Affairs for Travel.gov, U.S. Department of State, Featuring Charles Charlie Oppenheim, Chief of the Visa Control and Reporting Division at the U.S. Department of State. Charlie has worked for the Department of State since 1978 and in control of the Visa Bulletin since 1998. Here are the top 20 things I learned from Chats with Charlie, Episode 8. 1. Charlie is retiring after 43 years with the State Department, and this will be the last Chats with Charlie episode. And he says that his most significant accomplishment is that he has been part of allowing over 9 million people to immigrate to the U.S. 2. Charlie's been allowed to make discretionary decisions towards the Visa Bulletin, which he always made with the intention of being in the applicant's favor. 3. Over 15,000 India EB3 applicants received visas, green cards, during fiscal year 2021. 4. Charlie's comments about no retrogression that were made earlier in the year were based on the expectation that despite USCIS doing their best to fully utilize numbers during fiscal year 2021, they are not able to sustain that level of effort continuing into fiscal year 2022. USCIS later indicated that they believe their processing capabilities would be able to sustain the previous level. However, the lack of resources has proved that to not be the case. 5. Rest of world EB3 will continue to need numbers and thus the need for retrogression in China and EB3 was made in order to keep up with number use within the EB3 category. 6. Estimated annual limits for EB1, EB2, and EB3 are 80,080 and EB4 and EB5 are 19,880 for fiscal year 2022. Demand as of early September for EB3 was over 92,000. 7. Estimated limit for fiscal year 2022 for any country in EB3 is 5,605, but the demand for India EB3 was 44,751. 8. 
annual per country limit for fiscal year 2022 is 18,360 with demand for China at 22,440 and India 77,122. Nine, estimates that there will be 13,870 otherwise unused numbers for EB3 which then allows those numbers to be utilized by those countries that have reached their limit and the visas are issued strictly in priority date order. 10. Family-based annual limits will remain at 226,000. Employment-based annual limit will be approximately 280,000. Overseas processing of family cases utilize more of the anticipated available numbers, and that's why employment-based estimates are 10,000 less than they previously were. 11. Primarily China, as well as India, has benefited from spillover from family-based numbers. 12. China and India EB1 will remain current for the remainder of the year. 13 does not foresee any retrogression in Philippines' employment-based preferences. 14. Expects China and India EB2 to progress by a couple of months, then begin to move at a slower pace as we head into the new calendar year, while they see the impact of what the forward movement that occurred during the first quarter has. 15. India EB3 final action dates and dates of filing are almost the same because they don't believe that there will be enough numbers to the advance the dates past the current date of filing for at least the next nine months. Does not expect any forward movement for China and India EB3 for their foreseeable future. 16. Rest of world EB2 will remain current. China and India EB2 will slowly advance throughout the year. The amount of China and India EB3 upgrades could potentially require corrective action in EB2. 17. It's worth noting that the availability of unused EB1 numbers could benefit the EB2 and fall downs toward the end of the fiscal year. 18. December 2021 Visa Bulletin will be based on a 280,000 annual limit, approximately 140,000 unused family-based numbers from 2021 have been calculated as part of the total numbers for fiscal year 2022. 19. Advancement of EB2 dates for China and India were based on the annual limit that was based on the distinct numbers of available and overall number demand. Numbers that are trickling up and down are an effort to have maximum number use irrespective of the employment-based category. 20. There were only about 62,000 unused employment-based numbers from fiscal year 2021. USCIS processing efforts allowed more numbers to be used than was expected during Q4 of fiscal year 2021. The unused 62,000 falls to family-based preference for fiscal year 2022, but they are essentially lost in the process. I'll admit that I'm going to miss doing these episode breakdowns and top 20 things I learned I found Charlie's insight to be extremely valuable. However, I found the message to be inconsistent and misleading at times. 
Case in point, Charlie commented about downgrades being the best of both worlds, which led me to change my take on downgrades. But now in this episode, he mentions corrective action for EB2 being possible towards the end of the fiscal year due to the amount of upgrades. Personally, it felt like he was just winging it, especially with the amount of forward movement for China and India EB3 only to retrogress the dates in month two of fiscal year 2022. I'll definitely be following very closely to see who his replacement will be, and I hope per the State Department that they will continue to provide valuable content for the immigrant community both in the green card backlog and for those looking to obtain consulate appointments for gaining entry. I do want to say thanks to Charlie for his service to the U.S. government and the transparency that he attempted to bring via his chats with Charlie Sessions over these last eight episodes. To read the full post on Chats with Charlie, Episode 8, November Visa Bulletin, YouTube Live Breakdown, and Top 20 Things I Learned, please check out theh1bguy.com. And a reminder that today's post was brought to you by RecruiterNetworks.com, the smart solution for digital perm ads and local job postings since 2001. This national job board network provides recruitment websites in 1,024 major U.S. metro areas. Each local job board is its own portal and is a low-cost resource for immigration recruitment ads and local job postings for all industries and professions with a flat price of $225 per ad or $1,000 per month regardless of which city you choose. RecruiterNetworks.com. Tell them the H-1B guy sent you. And by Path to Canada. Path to Canada provides an ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H-1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B and Path to Canada is your answer. They will gladly help you navigate the process. And if you're interested in finding out more, please be sure to use the link in the video description below. And also by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. If you want to reduce your costs and overhead associated with perm labor certification recruitment advertising, let perm-ads.com help you. Just wanted to ask you again to please like this video subscribe to the h1b guy channel here on youtube and click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we post new content here to this channel if you've made it this far i just want to say thank you for taking the time to watch my video i really appreciate your support the h1b guy your global source for all things h1b